started today. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. It's Miller and Condon, Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you here for the 11 o'clock hour, bottom of the hour. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. We will uh, speak with Mitch here coming up. Uh, Papa John Central Iowa sponsors that. Cappy momentarily. The Bears, the White Sox, lots of ground to cover with the Cap Man. Let's see if David Kaplan is ready. Cap, are you there? I'm ready to roll. Good stuff. Cap, where I want to start with you, and I've been looking forward to this conversation all week. Yeah, I just want you to realize, <laughs> so you're eating the main event, you're having your main course, uh-huh. before you have like an appetizer with Mitch It doesn't make sense to me either. Just uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm not getting in the middle of this one. You guys can figure it out. <laughs> Take that, Holtis. In Carbondale or something. Some, uh, you will some cross cold paths. Tuesday night. That's a great point, Trent. Uh, uh, schlepping through the valley in January and February, <laughs> and they'll be sitting side, seated side by side. Cap, did you ever figure out who the dude was at the White Sox game that was putting the hex with his cane on the Astros? Uh, it, I think it was a game... Well, it was early in that series. Uh, who was that dude, Cap? Yeah, it's a guy who actually lives like five minutes from me in the neighboring town known as Northbrook, and he had no idea that it had taken on a life of its <laughs> own. He's on the front page of the Sun-Times yesterday. Wow. And he was at game four, and it didn't go as well, obviously. They're out. They got destroyed. But, yeah, that guy was at the game. He's putting a hex on it, and his kid said, Dad, you're all over the news. He's like, what are you talking about? They're like, Dad, social media. He's not on social media. Right. He's a retired dude. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's finding out. It's like blowing up everywhere. People are like, you're the guy. If they win game four, we're flying you to Houston. This guy was like, what? You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's a true story. So is he a longtime White Sox fan, Cap? Yeah, diehard White Sox fan. Mm-hmm. And he came to the game, and he was there, and he's got his, you know, walking stick or his cane or whatever you want to call it, and he's putting that little twisting motion on, and TV happened to catch it, and then something good happened for the Sox. Yeah. So they kept going back to the guy. He had no idea he was on TV till his phone started blowing up. Uh, great stuff. No. It really was. Those little stories that seem to come out every single playoff, and it was that was short-lived for the White mm-hmm. Sox. The division going to be different going forward. Looks like the Tigers, Royals may be building Indians on the selling mode, and we'll see about the Twins. But look to the future of this White Sox team, the organization going forward. Plenty of young talent there. You're excited about that. What do you see, say, this next five-year period from this organization? Well, look, who is this organization? I think is the first question that you have to ask. Who is that team? Is that team a team ready to take the next step, or is that team who we saw they are and they're not quite as good as maybe we all thought they were? Look, you got a four-game series. You got bludgeoned in terms of what you gave up with your pitching. Every game, even the game you won, gave up six runs. You were down 5-1. to one. Yes, you made this great comeback. 
You do not have one starter, not one, all of whom, other than Carlos Rodon, are signed not only for next year, but beyond next year. And every one of those is not one lasted five innings. Hmm. Five innings. Carlos Rodon for, you know, as electric as it was yesterday when he struck out somebody at 99 in the first inning, he was gone in the third inning. Gone. That's a guy that wants a $150 million deal with Scott Boris telling you how good he is. Not my money. I'm with you, Cap. Uh, look, I didn't like the way they finished. We talked about that down the stretch, and they had no competition. Maybe if they were pushed, uh, they'd have been more playoff ready. But um, we, we saw the result. And you know, I got to give Houston credit. This is a pretty good baseball team uh, in their own right. Where I want to go with you is Larusa made a big deal um, out of the uh, Abreu getting plunked late in the baseball game. I believe it was the eighth inning. Game had been decided at that point. Was that frustration on uh, Larusa's part, or is, do you think there was something? There? There, Cap. You mean about the throwing? Yeah, when you do, I think. Yeah, when he got hit in the eighth inning. Uh, I don't believe it was purposeful. I don't. I think there's bad blood between these two teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tony is convinced that it was intentional. They threw inside on him three times. Uh, I don't agree with Tony there. I, why would they do that? Right. For what possible reason? Just like when they hit Jose Altuve and the whole stadium's like, ooh, they were winning one to nothing. Why would they want to put him on base? Okay, if the Sox were up eight to nothing and they purposefully drilled them, could I see it? I, I guess. I guess that gamesmanship goes on. One nothing game where you're fighting to stay alive and you're going to put a speed demon on the bases to lead off an inning. That was not intentional. So if the Astros truly did throw at Jose in retaliation for that. Both sides are stupid. Mm. Bears in a second. Two more on this White Sox team. Uh, to Paris' comments, uh, does it uh, does it look like maybe he should have buttoned his lip? And then Craig Kimbrell, what's his future, Cap? Where do you see him? I do not see Craig Kimbrell on the White Sox. I think there's a zero, zero, zero chance that he's a member of the White Sox. But I do think that they will pick up Craig's option and then look to deal him. Mm. That's what I think is going to happen. So we'll see if I'm right, if I'm wrong. I just can't believe it didn't work as a setup guy. Some guys just don't fit as a setup guy. So perhaps that's exactly what Craig isn't, and they know that now, and they'll pick up the option and try and recoup some of what they traded away to the Cubs. Should Tapera kept his mouth shut? Uh, to pair, should he come back or no? Uh, should he? Should I mean, seemingly lighting a little fire under that Astros team by those comments prior to yesterday's game? Yeah, I don't quite believe in the whole. And I speak, you know, as someone who coached, I don't believe in the whole lighting a fire under you. You go out and you play as hard. If you're a professional, you play as hard as you can every single day. Does it become a rallying cry? Maybe, maybe. They were just a better team. Yeah, they were. Just tip your cap. Hey, guess what? We lost to a better team. We need to add, I think, the number one thing they have to add. I I know people are screaming, we got to go get more offense. We got to go. You got to get a top of the rotation starter. And I'm not talking about the next Lance Lynn, who's a good pitcher. He's not an all star. I would go get Max Scherzer, would be the first Mm. guy on my list. Hey, man, how much you want? Three years? Two years? Uh, give me the highest average annual value in the game. Done. I'll take you. I, I don't want to give seven years and $210 million. 
to Robbie Ray. Marcus Stroman has said he didn't want to play for Tony anyway, so I probably wouldn't even entertain that. (laughs) But if I can get Max Scherzer, would I take a run at Justin Verlander coming off Tommy John? I probably would. So there's a number of ways you can go here, but I think you need an ace at the top of your rotation. Don't look now, but the Chicago Bears are 3-2, and and here come the Green Bay Packers. Justin Fields, back-to-back wins. Not always the prettiest of efforts, but... Winning football games, where are you at right now with the Bears? Uh, where I'm at with the Bears is don't let them win this weekend hmm. because if they do, what are we all going to say? And I still stand by my comments about Matt Nagy after the Cleveland game, but he, to his credit, gave up the play sheet and said he feels more connected to all three phases, and it's working, and the defense looks better. And I'm just telling you, a lot of the guys in that clubhouse have told us they like playing for this dude. They play hard for him. You look around the league. Look at the mess that Jacksonville is. Look at the mess that the Las Vegas Raiders are. There's some other teams out there. I'm not quite sure their coaches and their players are on the same page. Minnesota got less than 70% of the team vaccinated and the head coach firing on them. Uh, the same thing going on in Washington and that defense that was so vaunted doesn't look so good all of a sudden. So, if they truly like playing for this guy and he'll give up the play sheet and just be the CEO and the culture guy, I'm okay with it. Hmm. Cap, what's going through your mind as, as Fields limps off the field and here comes Andy Dalton? I'll brief briefly, but the fact that Andy Dalton got uh, got into the game uh, when Fields had to come out. That scared the hell out of me. But, see, I get to sit. I have this amazing front row seat to watch the games in our conference room with Olin Krutz, Lance Briggs, and Alex Brown. Lance is a seven-time Pro Bowler. Olin's a 14-year guy who may go to the Hall of Fame, and Alex is a multi-time Pro Bowler. So these guys give such amazing insight. There's no microphone there. We're just talking. And as I'm listening to Olin early in the game, go back and watch the tape, Justin gets hit in the back. He goes down, and he's sitting on the bench with his head tilted back, his eyes look glazed over, and Olin's like, that's a liver shot, kid, or a kidney. Mm. I've had it. It sucks. And he's like, we're going to find out if this kid, how tough this kid is. He goes, because I can tell you what that feels like. You feel like you're going to vomit. And we'll find out if he's coming back in this game. And then he comes out, and he gets hit on the touchdown throw to Jesper Horstead. He does a somersault, rolls over, comes up, and he's firing the six shooters. And Olin looked at me and goes, we just found our quarterback. That kid's a tough ass. We just got our identity, and it's that kid right there. Wow. What do you say about the new defensive coordinator, Sean, to say what he's done? Just remembering how awful this team looked in week one. Guys running wide open down the field and, and what they've turned into here the last couple of weeks. Now, it's not the Rams exactly, but still doing this and doing it in season. Uh, I, I like Sean Desai a lot. He's brilliant. He's got a doctorate. The players like playing for him. They feel like they're back to the attacking-style defense that they did with Sean's mentor, Vic Fangio. So if that's the case and the guys are playing hard for them, keep it going, man, because don't let them win this weekend because all of a sudden they're at the top of the division and everyone, all of us, me included, have to go, okay, I'm going to tip my cap. You're better than we gave you credit for. That's A. B, if you get pressure on Aaron Rodgers, and Jalen Johnson truly is a top-five corner, like uh, Tayshawn Gibson said yesterday. Again, he said this before the season. 
doubled down on it yesterday. I'm telling you people that's a top-five corner in the league. Well, if that top-five corner can do a good job on Devontae Adams and you get pressure on Rodgers and you get Eddie Goldman playing at a high level and if Akeem Hicks can go, all of a sudden you may be able to slow down the running game. All of a sudden you may have something on your hands that, Mm -hmm. wow, didn't see that coming. So here comes that stupid team in their John Deere uniforms from up north that has <laughs> dominated this series, unfortunately, for a very long time. We know your hatred for the Cardinals. Where's the hatred for the Green Bay Packers? They're right in the backseat of that Cardinal bus. <laughs> right there. I just, I can't. It's just, not, they're not me, man. I just, and I have a lake house in Wisconsin. I can't wait to fly a bear flag there. <laughs> I can't because <laughs> it's been hard it's to do great, lately. Great rivalry. Yeah. Uh, Cap, last thing we got to, I mean, every time we have, if we don't ask a question about the Cubs, whether there's something going on or not, uh, we get criticized for it. And they do move the needle here. Uh, any news? What are, what are the Cubs doing right now? I hope that they're behind the closed doors trying to figure out where they're going to spend this money that apparently they have. What are the, what's going on with the Cubs, Cap? Anything? Yeah, they're pitching, pitching, and more pitching. Uh, I talked to Jed, and he said, we got to get not only pitching, power pitching. We have to be able to miss bats. So I don't think they're going to spend 6 and 187 and 210, whatever the number is for Robbie Ray or Marcus Stroman. I don't. But I do think you're going to see them playing in the deeper end of the pool. Like if there is a U Darvish being moved, that kind of deal, not him specifically, something like that. I could absolutely see the Cubs in play on just about anything. Mm, last thing, uh, Blackhawks a playoff team in the very difficult Central Division? No, I don't think they're good enough. I think they're good, but that's a really tough division. Yep. I'll be very surprised if they make the playoffs, but I do think they'll be improved. Good stuff. Cap, we'll talk to you in a week. Thank you, David Kaplan. You got it. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Yep. See you, pal. David Kaplan. Uh, from, of course, ESPN 1000 and NBC Sports Chicago, Centurion Stone of Iowa, sponsors Cappy. Trent, this is the, the Green Bay Chicago game is way bigger than... I, I can't. You I, won't even allow yourself I to just, go there, will you? I can't. No. What's the number? Four and a half. Is it four and a half? I mean, this Packers team, do you think they're as good as last year's Packer team? No, but I thought I they were going to stink last year after the thirteen and three, and they proceed to go thirteen and three again. I thought they were going to take a step back this year because Aaron Rodgers is a punk, and here they are, and they just keep winning games. So, <laughs> yeah, they just they continue to find a way. So I told uh, yesterday want to do our power rankings for the NFL, and instead of breaking it down by conference, we broke it down just top ten teams overall in football. Do you remember when you were putting it together where you put the Packers on that list? Power ranking. One through thirty-two. Uh, well, we only did top ten, though. Right, but the Packers made your top ten. Yeah, uh, seven or eight, I think. Okay, because I have the same range. Because the injuries defensively mm-hmm. are incredibly scary, mm-hmm. but they just find a way. Yeah, Jair Alexander's being—he's he's a shutdown corner. Well, and it's either he's going to be out three weeks or he's just done for the so year. For the year, right? Um, when you're going for your second and then third opinions. Mm-hmm. That's scary. No, it is. You know, back to that little exercise that we did on for our Mediacom show, that was more difficult than I thought. It, it was for me, too. Mm-hmm. And when I first kind of brought it up to you for an idea, ah, this would be different but easy. 
There's so many AFC West teams, or AFC West, AFC teams, right? That seemingly are one size fits all. Well, you got I mean, the script there, so you got your top ten. Well, let me hang on a second. Okay. Yeah, let's let's see and let's play this for our audience here on the radio side of things. Of course, our TV show is called Inside the Numbers. You can see that four times weekly over the weekend on MC22. Mm-hmm. You tape it at uh, noon here today. Uh, Derek Stevens from Circa is going to be on it with yes. us. Looking forward to that. All right, so I went Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I agree. Chargers. Tampa Bay. Our top three is the same. I just flip-flopped the Bucks and the Chargers. Uh, at four, I went Arizona. I got the Rams at four. Still got, believing in the talent. I got them at nine. Oh, nine at for the Rams. Five, wow. I went Dallas. I got the Ravens. Just keep finding I ways. The Ravens at six. All right, so we're close. I got the Cardinals at six myself. Okay, uh, Cleveland. We both have Cleveland. Where do mm-hmm. you have Cleveland? At eight. I've got seven. I got Green Bay eight. I have them nine. I've got the Rams nine. That seems like I shortchanged them a little bit. You've got the Packers nine, and we both have Saints at the um, in the ten spot. And after that top ten, another thing that I found, it does drop off. It's hard to even I think. Make a compelling argument for many. Who did teams. we miss? Who's that eleventh team? It's not the Bears. No, I, well, no, I don't. Think not right so. now. It's not the Raiders. After what we've nope. seen from them, nope, nope. You nope. can look at the other even three and two or a two and. Th- we don't have the Chiefs in there. We neither of us we, have Kansas. No, come on, I do. No, no, you do not. Neither of us have Kansas have the City Chiefs in there. And I think that's where this conversation started. If you're doing a top ten, would Kansas City be in there? Right now, for neither of us. They are. Yeah, that's a miss on my. I mean, the Chiefs are a top ten team, aren't? They? I mean, the defense is. Geez. If they play the Saints this weekend, who would you pick? Neutral field. Patrick Mahomes. I take the Saints. <laughs> would you? I take that defense. But if I'm going to put this, if I'm Jameis will throw for six touchdowns well, against that defense, you might. Yeah, you might. If I'm going to put the Chiefs in, who am I going to take out? Have to be New Orleans. Yeah, have wouldn't to it? be New Orleans. Yeah, I should have put the Chiefs at ten. No Broncos. I, Trent, I told you early in the week, on, on Sunday afternoon, I went, logged on and looked at my first mock draft. Yeah. This is a six or seven win team. You go quickly to those mock drafts. They beat the Giants, the Jets, and the Jags. Strong argument. Right. I don't have a comeback for that one. Uh, we will talk to the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's Mitch Holtis. He's next. We're Miller and Condon. Before we go to break, Centurion Stone of Iowa, they sponsor Cappy. Uh, and we're grateful to them for doing just that. If you're in the market for manufactured or natural stone, they have Iowa's best selection of stone veneer, over 200 color and pattern combinations. Check them out online. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Centurion Stone of Iowa. The showroom is 5525 Northeast 27. Second Street in Des Moines, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Thank you to Centurion Stone for making it possible for us to have Cappy Weekly. Mitch Holtis next, Miller and Condon are on 1460 KXNO and 106. Global Direct Mail and Market is the teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high-quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig at 515-282-3000 and get your next project 
family owned since 1970. Kemker's True Value and Rental helps you buy what you want and rent what you need. Get to work on that to-do list with help from Kemker's True Value and Rental. Kemker's has all your hardware needs, plus their rental catalog is perfect for do-it-yourselfers. With two Central Iowa locations to better serve you in Grimes and Huxley, make it Kemker's True Value and Rental. Find out what they can do for you at Kemker'sTrueValue.com. That's Kemker'sTrueValue.roofing.net. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-0. Trent Condon here to tell you about Renestate, the new revenue rocket ship. Putting your home up for rent, not for sale. But why would you do that in a seller's market? Just do the math. Selling a home will catch you some cash once, while renting a home keeps that cash coming month after month after month. And because there are always renters, but not always buyers, Renestate is foolproof, recession-proof, and retirement plan positive. What's not to love? The hassles of being a landlord? For one monthly flat rate. Renters Warehouse will take away the tedious tasks. Tend to your tenants, answer the 3 a.m. calls, market your property, and collect the rent. Make the savvy, long game, paradigm shift and choose Rent Estate with Renters Warehouse. Get your free rental price analysis today. Go to RentersWarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. 515-528-4429. Because you can't buy happy. That's off. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Just past uh, 1130 here on a Wednesday. Let's get to the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's Mitch Holtis. Papa John's in Central Iowa sponsors Mitch's weekly appearances. Hello, Mitch Holtis. Trent and Ken, how are you? Well, hanging in there is the operative phrase here, but, uh, wow. uh, yep, swinging away, trying to foul pitches off and stay at the plate and headed to Washington. But yeah, interesting, uh, interesting times. Chiefs have to, a lot of stuff to fix. It really is. Uh, uh, I don't think, I mean, the schedule we knew was daunting coming out, but it didn't sit, yep. be in this spot. So of the teams you've seen, it may be unfair, but Browns, Ravens, Chargers, Bills, four AFC teams that all look like they have playoff pedigrees. Who impressed you, Mitch? Uh, the Bills, by far, uh, that group. I shouldn't say by far. The others are there, but let's just kind of play a little game here. Maybe Trent. We'll bring Trent in as a neutral observer. Mm-hmm. Trent, who would you think is the best AFC team right now? Bills. Bills. Who, who's second best? Chargers. Who's third best? Brownies. <laughs> who's fourth best? Ravens. <laughs> think about that. Look at the Chiefs. That, and the Chiefs have played one, two, three, and four. <laughs> right? That's wild. Uh, right? So yeah. I'm not and the Chiefs were number one. Like Now sure. they're not number one, but they got to figure this out. But it has been oppressive in a way, and scheduling-wise. But to answer your question, Ken, the Bills, and I even said this, I think, last um, Wednesday with you guys, I thought, as I did a deep dive into them, that they're better than the team that the Chiefs beat in the AFC Championship game. And now I emphatically believe that. I think they're, they're better defensively. They have stars up front, middle, and back. They spent... Uh, 
a better part of five or six months circling that Chiefs game, and they came in with their hair on fire and mm-hmm. played like it. Yep. But now they've won 10 of the last 11 games by double digits. These guys are no joke, and that's your number one team in the AFC right now. Hmm. How big of a – I mean, of not having Chris Jones – look, I, I get it. The Bills are a really good team, but Chris Jones is – I don't want to say he's your, he's your best – he might be the, your best player on defense. A huge, huge loss not having him last Sunday night. Well – yeah, I mean, he's one of the more impactful players. If you look over the past three seasons, uh, you can take pro football focus or you can look at stats pass or whatever. Uh, honestly, from the standpoint of quarterback knockdowns, pressures, and hurries, only Aaron Donald has been better than Chris Jones. And that's looking at it from 2019-18, okay? So uh, you can't remove him out of the lineup and go, hey, we're, we're all fine. I mean, he hasn't missed a whole lot of time. But when he has, I don't have the empirical data in front of me, it is um, not good necessarily uh, when he misses time. And so, yeah, that was that's an issue. I'd like to see this defense get fully healthy again. The one positive I thought coming back was Willie Gay Jr. Mm-hmm. Because they got him on the field more in the second half. And, oh, gosh, three straight stops of the Bills, which gave the Chase a chance to get back into the game. But then the offense said the pick six, Iowa Hawkeye, Micah Hyde, then the, uh, they had to punt and punt or turned it over again. So when the defense got stops, the offense hiccuped and just vice versa. That's what Andy Reid's alluding to. They've got to get this thing recalibrated and working together. All right, with that, Brett Veach has done a great job of managing the salary cap, the scouting department. I know they're scouring, looking for any avenue possible. But is it, is it realistic to find a guy or two out there without making a trade, just that's a free agent, that can really help this team for the rest of the year. Is that is that an even a realistic conversation at this point in the year? Possibly, but you got to get even some more time here. Remember, Terrell Suggs was picked up by the Chiefs in 2019 in their Super Bowl championship season. Sometimes teams will just let guys go uh, for whatever reason in the middle of the year. Uh, it's not like baseball where you have that trade deadline and everything goes crazy like a second free agent season. Not to that level, but there's some of that. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, maybe not immediately or look like it wouldn't be immediately, but stay tuned that there could be something break loose uh, even in two weeks, three weeks, or four weeks. Mm. But you have, to have the cap, you have to have the cap room to do it, and that's where the Chiefs have got to create some of that cap room. Uh, Trent and I, on Monday, both were wondering, you know, something must have gone wrong with Clyde edwards Hilaire. He's too good of a player. Uh, the numbers, uh, he did not, I mean, statistically, um, it wasn't much of a game against the, the Bills. Now we find out he's on the injury reserve. What happened, and what's his prognosis? Well, they're talking like it's a sprained MCL now with him. At first, it looked like an ACL, the way he had reacted. These players know, man. They know their own body. Uh, so well because it's their livelihood but the good news if there's any good news in the discussion is that it's a sprained mcl and could return it should return later in the season so it's not a season ending uh injury for him the bills had him surrounded too uh they he he wasn't great against him in the afc championship game but he was coming off a very similar injury that he had late in the year against the new orleans saints i mean the saints basically bent him in half and that's what the Bills did the other day. Teams are getting really physical with the Chiefs, even after positive games offensively. A lot of the turnovers have come with just they're going to go way lay on them and try to knock the ball out after a 10- or 15-yard gain. That's what uh, Andy Reid has alluded to. And with me on Monday night on the Chiefs' Kingdom show, it was like, okay, mentally, physically, 
if we're going to have to have these 15 play drives because teams are playing their safeties at 40 yards deep, that's an exaggeration, but 20's not, uh, the fact that you're not going to have to have 12, 13, 14 play drives. Well, physically, mentally, and emotionally, you've got to be on point on the 12th or 13th or 14th play of the drive as much as you were on play one, two, or three. And so teams are getting really physical with the Chiefs, uh, trying to get them frustrated and throw them off their game. Uh, and with Clyde, now he's been like bent in half twice in his career. Uh, last year against New Orleans, and that's it was really awkward the other day because almost the same thing happened to him. Daryl Williams, come on down, and Jarek McKinnon. What are their thoughts on their backup running backs, and, and is there another name that we should get to know before Sunday and uh, taking on the football team of Washington? Well, they made a move yesterday uh, when Clyde went on IR. They brought up Derek Gore from the practice squad. Now, we talked about him in our preseason reports, and he was really good in the preseason games. But we also know that's that's, that's the uh, assimilating being great in the JV game, and can you do it in the varsity yeah. game? And so uh, there's some hope that Gore can fill in and be a guy. Some uh, Daryl Williams has been a very productive player for the Chiefs, but he just doesn't have. He's not four four speed. Uh, and then McKinnon has been a very productive veteran because uh, Viking fans are listening to this, going, "Oh yeah, he was good for us." Uh, and so it's going to be a collection of those three. But I'm not sure any of the three are home run hitting four three five speed guys like the Chiefs will see this week in Antonio Gibson of the Washington football team. Hmm. What's the mood of the kingdom? It's been a long time since they've been in this spot. You know, five games in and they're two and three. Uh, like I say, it's, it's, it's different times in Kansas City. What's the mood of the kingdom? It's a great question, Ken, and I, I would tell you two answers. One, the immediate reaction, and then two, uh, the needed perspective. One would be uh, the immediate reaction is, oh, my gosh, when you go in with great expectations – for any sports team, and you're thought to be the number one, and then it doesn't go that way, it goes off script in the first less than a third of a season now, there's, you know, it can be wailing and gnashing of teeth, or there can be some panic, or there can be like, oh my gosh, is this all over? Is this, uh, you know, the end of the kingdom? All right, that's the immediate reaction, which happens all too often in the NFL. The required perspective here is the fact that, and I said this on some other shows this week, Andy Reid and the Chiefs have been in this exact situation at least four times in the last eight years that I can think of. 2014, they started 0-2 and and were gasping for air. They rallied to win nine games, uh, have a winning season. That's the only year he didn't make the playoffs, Andy Reid, in Kansas City. 15, they're 1-5. They rallied to win 10 straight games, win win in the postseason. And uh, 17, they lose five out of six games. So they're actually in a worse position and still came back to win the division. And in 19, this time, this time of year in 2019, the glorious Super Bowl 54 championship season, they were in this exact circumstance. They had lost two straight home games. They had lost to Indianapolis and Houston. Mahomes was hurt. And now they're getting ready to play Green Bay and Minnesota. And so my point is, I tell the kingdom to try to, let's keep this in perspective, but don't go running right back into the burning house. <laughs> If you've been rescued, you don't go back into the burning house. And so too easily for any of us, and I don't care if we're uh, looking at, you know, you and I or I or Drake, Iowa State, you somehow the human nature uh, quickly, the immediate reaction is to go to the worst possible place. And in the case with Andy Reid, he has proven over and over and over and over that he's been a rescuer. He's been a troubleshooter. 
but then just don't run <laughs> when you're out and save, don't go running back into the burning house right away. And so, uh, long answer, but that's where the Chiefs kingdom is right now, in my opinion. Patrick Mahomes, where we, with the MVP, playing still at a high level, but turnovers cropping up. Now there's some interceptions, like the one off of Tyreek's hands, that aren't the quarterback's fault here. Got to clean that up, though, turnovers, and especially with the defensive struggles. You don't have to be perfect, but it feels like Mahomes maybe even has to be even better. Well, and again... Of the 11 giveaways, one, Tyreek off his hands, Tyreek getting stripped of the ball after a 15-yard gain, Clyde fumbling in Baltimore, Clyde fumbling the next week. Um, so you're right, not all these are on Mahomes, and he's not an interception, th- interception thrower. You can say there's some instances maybe he's trying too hard or he, you know, he's, under, he's talked about it publicly himself. It's like, yeah, that was against my better judgment to throw that interception against the Ravens, particularly up 11 and driving, uh, and uh, forfeit field position and put the Ravens back into the game, or the Charger game, where that seemed like it was just like too much urgency at the time. So I think it's a matter of him just settling down. And again, let's go back to Ken's point at the beginning of this. They've played a really good defensive team. I mean, the Bills check their takeaways. That's not just the Chiefs game. They're number one by far in takeaways right now in the NFL. Why? They're good, and they have ball hawks. And whether it's Tredavious Wright or Micah Hyde or uh, Sarah Neal or Taron Johnson, they're loaded back there. And so they're not only going to get physical and cover you, they'll take it away. So part of it is also playing some excellent defenses, some of the best in the league, especially that foe they played last week. Well, last couple of years, the AFC has gone through Kansas City. Um, it's, not, it's not that the, it can't be that. A lot of games left to play, but boy, oh boy, um, not the start we saw coming. Let's, so let's finish this on a positive. Let's talk about Papa John's and the Donaldson, shall we, Mitch Holtis? Yeah, let's do. Uh, Sunday night was big for him. As I said, hey, and people were in early. Went to PapaJohns.com and got their order in early. Uh, but whether it's high school football or college football or people are excited about the Hawkeyes being second in the country right now, uh, it's always good to have a football weekend with Papa John's. And, again, uh, we're getting some new specials coming down the pike from them, but I just understand what they do, whether it's Leukemia Lymphoma Society or the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. The Donaldsons will not only give you great pizza at Papa John's to enjoy your football weekends, but they'll also be a huge part of, uh, of the great programs and, and raising money uh, for the Iowans that need it the most. Mitch Holtis, we will talk to you in a week's time. Thank you, Mitch. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. So with two and three, doesn't look like the AFC is going through Kansas City this year, does it to you? Well, the championship game will be played in Buffalo. In a snowstorm. Ooh, against the Browns. Great? Under the lights at night. Um Against the Browns. Yeah. Two very. Yeah. I could see it. Tough fan bases. Mm-hmm. Up north, the cold, the wind. Or maybe the Chargers. Slow down. I love the talent. Yeah. It's the Chargers. I get it, Trent. It's <laughs> it's the Chargers. Yeah, I know. I don't know. If I know. And they get that division round playoff game. Say the Chargers do. 50-50 split in terms of the fan base, whoever they play. Yeah, uh, it was good to see last week that finally mm-hmm. Chargers fans are they're starting to cultivate a fan base uh, in L.A. There's still like 
ten thousand Browns fans there. Oh, there's too. a bunch. Yeah. Absolutely, there was a bunch. And that's the way it's going to be for them. Uh, and the week before, there was, I mean, Raider fans took over the stadium. Mm-hmm. Not going to understand that because they were, you know, Raiders were in L.A. And, um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. Uh, your Circa Play of the Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to dabble into your sport. Yeah, what are you going to play tonight? There's... There's really nothing for you to bet on. Now, I sent it, I, I said that on the air yesterday, and someone reminded me, I guess there's a big soccer match tonight. Ooh, we got five minutes to prepare for that. Uh, USMNT World Cup qualifier. Okay. Thank I'll you, do a ben little Clark. digging. You're not going to bet on that, can you? <laughs> can I? Oh, I can. It's easy. Just download the Circa Sports Iowa app. That's, uh, we'll get into Trent's play next. 1460 KXNO and 1. Do you remember the time that Michael Jordan won the first of his three P championships? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf... Global Direct Mail and Marketing is the teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high-quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig at 515-282-3000 and get your next project. It spells clean. Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it. Or.com. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day, presented by Circus Sports Iowa. All right, final couple of minutes. Murph and Andy coming up at uh, 1 o'clock. The Fanatics at 3, Hawks Central, which had lice to cow, and the crew tonight goes off at 6 o'clock. As the voice just said, it's time for Trent's Play of the Day, sponsored by Circus Sports, five NHL games, World Cup qualifier. That's it. And I got to play in both sides of that. Now, a great thing about Circa is you can do those cross-sport parlays where you can put them together. That's what you're going to do? Well, you can. It's a pretty Uh good price. I I played these individually, but you can do this. If you want to bet both hockey and soccer tonight. Who do the Americans play? Costa Rica. 
Well, Trent, as you've always said, mm-hmm. you don't take them lightly. No, they've been very good on U.S. soil. Have the Americans? This one will be now played. You, in you're Columbus. making this stuff up. I'm not. I I did research in the in the break. Yeah, <laughs> they've they've won five consecutive against Costa Rica okay. on American soil. All right, but that's not happening tonight. Oh, and we're not taking Costa Rica. We're playing the, the draw. draw. Plus, we love those three twenty-five. <laughs> yes, please. Okay, and then you're going to parlay it with. A little hockey tonight. Okay. I'm anxious to hear this. Now, the road teams usually do very well early in the season. Then this is a terrible pick because I got the homestanding avalanche. Well, that's a good pick because they play They're really Chicago, good. right? They do. Yeah. The- Nathan McKinnon's not playing. And he's the best player on the well. Nathan okay, uh, McCarr is pretty good. McKinnon's really good. He's out with COVID, uh, the COVID protocols. And I laid one and a half. So they just not have to win. They got to win by more than a goal for mm-hmm. this to come home. Plus 117 at Circa. At empty netters, always always a big factor in hockey bets. You parlay those two together, though. And? We're talking at really, really good odds. I think upwards of 7-1. to one. i got to put that wow. together here after we wrap up the show. Avalanche, minus one and a half. A draw, USA, Costa Rica. And we'll count our money together. That's the play of the day brought to you by Circus Sports. Sorry, Boy, Circus. at rock bottom. you playing soccer. Hey, we got game puck. five tomorrow night. We got NFL tomorrow and night. And college, right? Is there not a college game early tomorrow night? I think you're right. Uh, let me look. There's, well, Navy Memphis. What Navy do you like Memphis. to say? They'll be singing the national anthem somewhere. That's right. They'll be singing in Columbus tonight. Indeed. All right. We will um, be back tomorrow. Thanks for being with us again. Murph and Andy, Fanatics and Hawk Central Radio. That's the slate of local programming still to come today. We're Miller and Condon. We're with you every Monday through Friday from 10 until noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM.